Hi, I'm Pastor Anna Sorensen, and this is the French Creek Lutheran Church Podcast. This is the place where I will post Sunday messages and other messages for the congregation. This podcast began in March of 2020 as we entered into the COVID-19 pandemic. Thanks for joining. reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 21, beginning with verse. A reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 21 to 28. Jesus and his disciples went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, not as the scribes. Just then there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once, his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. At the center of this morning's Gospel is an exorcism. Jesus commands unclean spirits to leave a man who is in the synagogue. Before and after the exorcism, the people around Jesus are amazed, and they recognize that he has authority. First, their astonishment comes from the authority of his teaching. And second, their amazement recognizes that his teaching even has the power to command spirits. Today, I'd like you to reflect on this question. What or whom do you grant authority? What or whom do you grant authority? Let's begin by reflecting on authority a little bit. It seems to me that there are several kinds of authority, and the Oxford Dictionary defines authority in three broad categories. The first is the power to give orders. The second is the person who has the power to give orders, the authority. 
And the third is the power to influence others, especially due to demeanor or specialized knowledge. The first two kinds of authority have to do with position. The president, the boss, and the like. And the final kind of authority may come from anyone. And often, if one holds the position of authority, one must also cultivate the influence of authority. There's a truism for teachers and preachers. No one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. That is, the people to whom we grant authority are those who earn it, those who show us that they work out of love and concern for us. When Jesus walked into the synagogue on that day, he did not have a position of power or a title. So the authority that the people around Jesus marveled at came from somewhere else. Donald McKim wrote that inherent in what Jesus teaches is evidently that which hits people hard with a sense of truth and significance that they are not used to experiencing from their leaders. Jesus speaks with truth and significance. He doesn't use gimmicks or tricks. He opens up new ways of thinking. This is Jesus, the word of God himself, teaching on the scriptures. His authority comes from within himself and from the Father. He speaks out of love for the people and love of the scriptures. And the people recognize that something special is happening here. This is Jesus who is the way and the truth and the life. Jesus speaks what is true and what is real. And some people do not like it. And the unclean spirits speak up. Have you come to destroy us? What authority is this, the people ask, that even the spirits obey? So again, I ask you, to whom or to what do you grant authority? Whom will you listen to? Whose orders would you follow? Who loves you enough that you care what they know, what they teach, and how they might want you to live? In human relationships, when they are at their very, very best, the other person in the relationship calls us to be our better selves. Think of the deepest friendships where your friend calls you out and pushes you to be better. Or parenting at its best. When a parent names a child's need and helps them face their fears and grow through them. 
or a partner who knows your deepest, darkest secret and the vulnerabilities that scare you the most and loves you and does not take advantage of you. When these human relationships are at their very best, these are the people that we turn to for advice and whose directions we will follow. Human relationships at their very best are an echo or a mirror of God's relationship to us. Jesus, in his speaking and teaching, invites us to recognize his authority and to follow him. Jesus calls us to our better selves. He silences evil and asks it to leave. And when Jesus is granted authority in our lives, there becomes less and less room for all the evil forces of the world that draw us away from God. When we are joined to the body of Christ in baptism, we put ourselves under the authority of Christ. Do you believe? The pastor asks. Yes, I believe the baptizand or the sponsors speak. Yes, we believe the congregation speaks along with the one being baptized. But there's another aspect of baptism that we often overlook. And that's what happens immediately before we say, yes, I believe. Before we say yes, we say no. Do you renounce the devil and all the forces that defy God, the powers of this world that rebel against God and the ways of sin that draw you from God? And the response is, I renounce them. When we give Christ the place of ultimate authority in our lives, we renounce all other things all the things that draw us away from God, all the things that would claim that highest purpose in our lives. The power and authority of Jesus Christ casts out spirits, evil, things that draw us from God, and exorcism, rejecting evil and making room in our lives If we are to heed Christ's call to continually put ourselves under the authority of the word of God incarnate, we will be opened to receiving this teaching, this new teaching, or rather an old teaching opened up to us in a new way. The demons and the arbiters of tradition in the gospel reading did not want to receive Jesus' authoritative teaching. In order for us to receive this teaching, we will have to embrace humility. The humility that I don't know everything. The humility that I probably have some maturing to do. The humility that there is much to learn. The humility that God may use other people 
even those I don't like or disagree with, to teach me, to call me to repentance. The humility that Christ may call me to give up things that I formerly held with firm conviction. The recent news has shown us where many have placed their authority in the stock market. Will its successes or failures determine our actions or how we treat others? Some see ultimate authority in their particular political party. I'm not calling out any, but I do invite you to consider, will we cling to my team, your team, our team, rather than evaluate positions and policies in light of the gospel and under the authority of Christ? The question Christians ask is, what is my ultimate authority? For we who are baptized, our answer should always be Jesus Christ, Word of God incarnate. To what or to whom do you grant authority?